Hello, welcome, and thanks for checking in today to No Vacancy, the podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Palmer. I'm an Airbnb ambassador and 17-time super host, and I've hosted over 1,000 reservations. I'm a stay-at-home mom of two and manage my eight listings remotely. My mission is to help new and experienced vacation rental hosts turn their listings into fully booked, profitable properties that can be managed from anywhere, so you too can have no vacancies. If that sounds good to you, let's get right into the show. One thing I am absolutely craving for 2024 is simplicity, but we all know that the setup process for a new short-term rental is anything but simple. That is why I'm so excited to tell you about HostGPO. By shopping with HostGPO, you can save up to 75% on furniture, decor, linens, amenities, and supplies, and they only work with a few select brands that are tried and tested to stand up to the wear and tear of guests. With HostGPO, there is no overwhelm of comparing hundreds of brands, variations, and product reviews. You just shop for what you need and rest assured that you are getting the best quality at the best price. Over 300,000 properties are already purchasing through HostGPO, and as the pool of customers grows, so do the discounts that HostGPO can negotiate for us hosts. By signing up through my link in the show notes below, you'll get an exclusive three months of free access to start shopping on HostGPO today. Thank you so much to HostGPO for sponsoring the show and for making it so simple to set up and restock our STRs. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No Vacancy, the podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Palmer, and today I have on CEO of Turno, Asaf Karman. Uh, You guys may have heard their ad run last week on the show, and they are a new sponsor of ours, and I'm super excited to get to sit down with Asaf today and pick his brain on how Turno came to be. Super excited to be working with you guys as a brand and just learn more. I know how... Cleaning is truly the backbone of this entire business. We can sit here all day and talk about strategic financing, creative financing, all of the intricacies of investing. But if you do not have clean properties and good reviews and people repeat bookings, there's no point of doing any of this. So thank you for being the lifeblood of this entire industry and helping support hosts. Can you give us some background into how Turno came to be and maybe share some of your passion for short-term rental cleaning with us? Well, first of all, it is great to be on your show, Natalie. It's it's really a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so let me, let me start, I guess, from the beginning. Best place. <laughs> yeah. So Turno is initially kind of a solution to my own private problem I was hosting and I guess came with a really wrong set of expectations to this industry. I thought it was like, oh, you know, I just put it on Airbnb and just watch my bank account. I mean, what, <laughs> what else is there to do? Uh, passive income, right? Yeah, passive income. But it, it was not passive. And the biggest part of it, so, you know, I was just on Airbnb. So really what there wasn't this thing of like, you know, optimizing like listings and but it, it wasn't, it was just like, put it on Airbnb, people come. So that wasn't difficult. Messaging wasn't difficult. But the cleaning was, oh my God, it's just like 
constant back and forth with the cleaners. I have no idea when they're going in there. I don't idea when they're starting. What do they do? Did they miss this? Did they miss that? Angry guests. Like it was just like a, honestly just really stressful. And and I was like, I, you know, I don't know that I want to do this unless I can really improve things. So my background, I'm a software engineer by training. I've been working a lot of different apps, a lot of different ideas. And I, I kind of saw this. I was like, okay, I think I can solve this if I can transition all the communication and the scheduling to like something that can be automated. So really started by automating the, the scheduling, automating the communication, giving the cleaners tools to take the pictures and follow my instructions without me having to give constantly, give them feedback. Uh, so once that was done, still wasn't happy because it was very difficult for me to find the right people to do it. And this is where the idea came of like, okay, let's build a marketplace. Let's before just, we, yeah. before we get into that, can I ask how you did find this first cleaner originally? Was she like a contact or Facebook group? Cause if this was back in the day before we were even optimizing yeah. listings, like it was so, so much harder then. <laughs> the, the first cleaner, there was someone who was cleaning my house. Oh like, my gosh. The, so the you had to transition her to short-term rental cleaning. Yeah. And she wasn't, okay. She wasn't a good fit, you know? And the problem was that the concept of how important the timing is just did not click. It was like, oh, I know I was supposed to come on Tuesday, but it's okay if I come on Thursday. It's like, no, it is not okay if you come on Thursday. Like there's someone who's coming on Tuesday evening. So I was yeah. actually, initially just didn't book up. I just blocked a day or two in between just so that I don't have to stress about it. And, and you know, you're leaving money on the table, right? That costs like you, so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a quarter of your property is yep. like reserved for not being able to clean the place on time. Yep. Right. That's, that's awful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know how much a quarter of a house costs? That's a lot. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> That's you know. a very good way to put it. I know for us, we typically do like two night minimums. Most of our bookings are yeah. two nights. So if I had to block 24 hours between every reservation, that is a third just gone that I can't rent. So, so yeah. here's, here's the question. Why is it two night minimum? Why, why is it? Two? Why yeah, don't why? I go up? No. Why, why don't you do? Why do you? Why do you even have a minimum? Why do I even have a minimum? You know, actually, that's a great question. During most of the year, I don't. The only time that we put the two-night minimum is during winter just because, hmm, you know, it's – there's so many more logistics with the snow. I operate in a ski resort town, and so yeah. it's like getting my cleaner there with the traffic backed up, and then if she has to go take trash out and walk through the snow, it just slows down everything and the plowing in between. So it's just something that for winters, we always like to do two nights. Yeah. And um, also, who goes skiing for one day? I uh, will open one nights always for those like orphan dates, you know, and luckily our yeah, cleaner yeah. knows the demands yeah. of short-term rental. So she'll do it back to back. Yeah. We actually have a one night check-in today and they leave tomorrow. So, you know, she's there. She's working on it right now. But there's a great example of if you have a good cleaning operation, that means you have flexibility to maximize your occupancy, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If you have zero flexibility, it, you know, if you have like a terrible cleaning operation, then you need like maybe two days in between bookings. You start doing this like, oh, this is so painful for me. I'll do, do a week minimum. You end up not optimizing your place for the maximum yield. So it's just really important to have a really well-oiled machine. I actually, this brings up a great point. I had a student in my coaching program who she had a cleaner for her property, but she said, oh, we got a great deal on them. They're very cheap because they're just normal house cleaners. They're not short-term rental cleaners, but sometimes they can't come for two days. So I have to block these nights in between. And we sat down and we did the math and I was like, what would it be if you actually paid a normal short-term rental cleaning rate, but were able to open every single night and she would make more money in the end. But it was just the kind of the mindset shift of like, oh, I'm saving money. I got a better cleaner for cheaper. So I'm saving money, but I have to block these dates. So you do have to pay attention to this stuff. It might be counterintuitive, but in her case, paying more for the cleaner actually earned her significantly more. Yeah. And I mean, penny pinching is, is, is a problem, right? Some people just look at everything through an expense, but just don't see the revenue part of it. And, you know, for, for us, like we provide, so let's go back to a little bit about, you know, what Turno is. So our platform allows you to automate the scheduling completely. So whenever someone books your, your place, you automatically generate a cleaning project project for your cleaner. If you have multiple cleaners, then, you know, we kind of dispatch it to all the cleaners. And if the reservation changes, then we change the cleaning project. So you never have to be on the phone or texting with your cleaner. Just like everything is automatic. Once they confirm that they can do it, they know exactly when to do when to go. They have a checklist so they know what to do. They have like a place to take pictures, to track inventory, to report any problem. Then you really only have to step in when there's an exception. And, and that brings you a lot closer to that passive income state where mm-hmm. you created a, a blueprint for your operations. You have redundancy, you have your automation, you have your people, everything is wired through technology and you only have to step in when there is a problem. And, and can that, I ask, yeah, go ahead. Can I ask one question about the automation? Cause you know, I, like our cleaner will know the schedule and everything, right? And she knows who's checking out that day. But how does Turno deal with, if we have five back-to-back cleanings in a day, what I try to do is let my cleaner know, hey, this person checked out early. They checked out at 9 a.m. instead of 11. So you can get in there early and get a head start. And also this person said they're not arriving until 9 p.m. So that can be the last property done. Is Turno able to handle you know, within the automation, does it just send out the schedule of who's checking in and out or can it actually help the cleaner? Yeah, can. So, uh, we have this cool feature called, you know, our guest checkout feature. So you, you put in, in your guidebook or like in the property, you know, in a digital or paper or whatever stick it is, like a, a code that the, the, the guest puts in when they leave and that tells the cleaner, Hey, the guest already checked out from this property. So you can start. So then we change the project time so that they know that they can um, start. So me as the host, I don't have to ask the guest, did you leave yet? And then text my cleaner and let her know. If if your guest, you know, if you're, if you put it as the checkout instruction for your guest, then that will ping the cleaner to, to go ahead and they can, are able to start. 
Okay, I love that. <laughs> another another cool thing that that feature does is that it takes the the guest feedback. Like, hey, how was your stay? Right? Is it a five star stay or a four star stay? And let's say that it's like you know, it's not five. Then you get notified. Hey, they're checking out, and it's there's a problem here with this guest. So it gives you a little bit of buffer to like reach out, be like, hey. You know, sorry, you didn't have the perfect stay. How about I, you know, give you a gift card for Starbucks in the airport? You know, and that and that could, you know, help prevent a bad review kind of landing on the OTA. So this isn't the the review they leave on Airbnb or no. Verbo. You're catching a first round of reviews yeah. through the Turno app. Okay, that yeah. basically allows you to catch any mistakes yeah. before the actual review that is brilliant yeah. try to quantify like what's a bad review costing you i don't know how do you quantify that i know you'll get bumped lower in search ranking right but there's i don't know i mean so many guests even if they find your listing if they're comparing you know if they have five tabs open of different properties they're looking at, at the end yeah. of the day the most recent bad review could be the reason they close out that tab and never give you a second thought it would be a great exercise to try and find like what's the cost of a bad review. You're the software engineer, so how about you? Yeah. <laughs> my my, my uh, wheels are spinning now trying to think about a way to. to but the, obviously, there's a correlation between mm -hmm. the price you can ask and the quality of your listing, or at least the perceived quality of your least listing. So, I. There's definitely a correlation, right? Like if you have like a three-star listing, like you're going to be vacant. Yes. Right? Yeah. And if you have a five-star, you, you know you're going to be more likely full. So it costs, it's costing you money. So it's, I, to me, I think it's worth spending. And it also depends on the kind of property you're running. You know, it's worth like, hey, you had a bad and not a perfect state. Let me make it up to you. Let mm -hmm. me Let me get your, you know get you a little treat or just reach out be like, Hey, I'm sorry. Just show some empathy. A lot of times, like an early intervention and mm -hmm. a human touch when someone is upset really helps deescalate things. And not even talking about a review it could be like a resolution center issue. If someone is going to be like, Hey, I want a refund for this, that, or the other mm -hmm. thing. Right. It, it helps kind of diffuse a situation. How quickly does that prompt go out to asking them to review? Is it as soon as they click that they checked out? Yeah. Okay. Because I know with Airbnb, there's a bit of a lag. It'll be like eight hours after they've checked out that it no, asked no. them. So, so it does give you time to mitigate it. You check out, like, hey, I'm checking out of this property. How is your stay? So mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it helps you react before the, the you know it things go out on the OTA. Sure. I That's brilliant. I love that. Have you noticed, has there ever been a decrease where using that feature, are guests not leaving reviews on Airbnb? Like, do they feel like they already left a review or is it like pretty clear that it's separate? No, it's, it's very clear that it's okay. separate. Okay. It's very clear that it's separate. Um, and it, there isn't really a way of measuring yeah. going yeah. back in time and not displaying this. But I, <laughs> I, I know from personal experiences that, you know, if, if you are stepping in and kind of trying to diffuse a situation and offering kind of validating people 
showing them that you care and it, it helps. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. So your cleaner checks in. So can you walk us through a little bit of the process of like what your cleaner, how, how does the app work between the host and the cleaner? So you, on, on the host side, you kind of create your, you know, the blueprint of what you want done. So we have a checklist area where you create your custom checklist. You know, if, if it's a, let's say you have a hot tub and some, you know, there's like, okay, you need to like cover the hot tub. You need to like drop in like a chemical. There is, you know, a heating place, go turn it off, turn it on, whatever it is that you need. So you can customize the things that you want them done. And you can say, well, this item is mandatory. Like you have to do it before you complete the project. Like it won't let you complete if okay. this is done. Or, you know, I also actually want a photo proof. Like I want to see that you actually covered the hot tub, right? I, you know, mm-hmm. in a ski resort, if someone doesn't cover the hot tub, it gets cold, mm-hmm. right? Adds to your heating bill and all of that. You get like all kinds of animals in there. So, you know. And there's no way to fake that. Is there, my mind goes to like, can the cleaner use an old photo and just be at home, but upload pictures that like, yep, I did it. No. So it it cannot be from the camera rule. It has to be from the camera. Okay. Um, So we thought about that. We also, there's also a geolocation tag that shows when, where they were, when they took it. Um, So you know, it's all there. So you can create, create what you want. Then when they go in, they follow that checklist. And then there's, it's not just a checklist. We also have like an inventory feature. So if, you know, going back to that hot tub example, like, do you have like the, you know, the tablets, is it, did that run out? Right. So tell me how many tablets are there or do we have detergent? Right. A lot of times you go off of detergent. So let me know if that's this ran out. All, all the amenities, all the consumables mm-hmm. you're offering guests. It really sucks when there's like something really crucial is missing. It's like a five dollar thing. And and yep. and then someone has to go run to the store and get it. And that costs you like a hundred dollars. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you really want to make sure you, you have keep tabs on that stuff. So how does that inventory tracker work? Could I put in something like, or or how does Turno determine like low, low stock or like when it's time to refill? Is it going to notify me when there's one roll of toilet paper left? Or can I say yeah. I need to know when there's less than 20 rolls left? Like, how does that work? So this is kind of cool. So we let you define like, how do you want to measure the inventory for a specific item? Is it like a numerical? There's one, two, three, four, or is it high, low, medium? Okay. It lets you define a threshold of when you want to be notified about a certain inventory item. Okay. That's so cool. Because you know, okay, there's something that, I don't know, like the water filter in the refrigerator. That takes like a week, right? You order it from Amazon. I don't know. Sometimes it takes a couple of days. Sometimes it takes a week. You want to know about it ahead of time mm-hmm. uh, some things you don't want the cleaner spending time like counting you know trash bags pods, dish pods. right yeah you don't want to know if there's 27 pods or 23 <laughs> but you want to know if it's like close to empty yeah right um, okay so it lets you define how you want to report on that 
Okay, cool. Is there are there any like predefined templates here, or does the host have to go and set the their the way they want it tracked for every single item? So there aren't templates. I think it's a cool feature to to create that template so that people know how to use it, but it's really very easy to do. Okay. Um, you just say, hey, coffee pods mm, when it's empty. Shampoo, let me know when it's half empty. Okay. You know, garbage bags, paper towels, toilet paper. Damn, toilet paper. That's the one thing you should really stay on top. Nothing <laughs> more upsetting than, you know, not having toilet paper as a guest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> batteries, smart lock batteries. There's oh, one. <laughs> you know what's really, it, it, that's a really nice tip. Smoke alarm batteries. Mm-hmm. Gotta replace those before they beep because it mm-hmm. can be really annoying. Mm-hmm. So something like that, where it's not necessarily low, medium, or high quantity, but it's just there's a time around it, right? Or the water filter or air filters. Is Turno able to track something like that that's just more of like a timeline that it needs to be replaced rather than quantity? You can create kind of a repeating task. Oh, cool. To do that. Uh, But it would be cool as an improvement. I'm using using you as a sounding board (laughs) for development to have kind of a time task for replacing those kind of things. I know like in our market, in order to renew our permit every single year, they require our like fire extinguisher has to be certified. So it's like one thing, you know, that every year I have to put it in the calendar to like recertify, bring the fire marshal out and recertify the fire extinguisher. So yeah, things like that. If you could track like a, it's not going to run out. It's not going to, you know, I hopefully the fire extinguisher doesn't run out. Hopefully no one has to use yeah. it, but at the very least I do have to make sure it's recertified once a year. So things like that would be helpful. And then what about something, you know, it's not a restockable or consumable amenity, but sheets, my cleaner tells me, Hey, there's blood stains on these sheets. We cannot get them out. Are they able to report things like that that just need to be yeah. replaced? So, yeah. So we have like a report a problem section where the cleaner, okay. like they see that, okay, this, this looks like, the host needs to know about this. So they take a picture, they add some text, be like, oh, there's unfortunately bloodstained sheets or, you know, torn this and that or broken this and that or missing this and that. Then they report a problem and then it floats up in your app. You're like, hey, there's a problem reported in this property and this is the issue. And then you can, once you resolve it, you can mark it as resolved or you can forward it to your to someone else to resolve that was gonna be my next question so you know we've talked a lot about how the host and the cleaner have access to this app what about your handyman or if you have just like a general maintenance person how many like people are you allowed to grant access to as many as you want and there's no additional fee for co-hosts you know the number of cleaners or the other people you know, it's just so I can throw my handyman on there, give him access. And when my cleaner says, report a problem, towel rack in the bathroom fell off, he will just automatically get notified and he can show up and yeah, put it put it back. Exactly. Amazing. And I don't have to do anything. I don't have to be the middleman or coordinate it. So here's here's the cool thing. So now on Turner, you can find cleaners, right? We have a marketplace of cleaners, tens of thousands of cleaners all over the country all over the world, really, 
that they're already using the app. So they're versed in the app. They know how to use it. Sometimes they'll teach you how to use it and you can tap them to work with you all the time or sometimes you mix and match kind of your existing team or people that you meet uh, on our marketplace. And soon you'll also be able to add maintenance people, to find maintenance people in, in our marketplace. That's so cool. Okay. Cause I know about the cleaner marketplace and, and tell me too, are the cleaners vetted that are on there or how, how can you trust that you're getting someone quality? Are other hosts allowed to leave reviews for them? Yeah. yeah okay. So other hosts leave reviews. So you can see like, well, how many clean projects have they done on turnout? This is something that you never see on any other website. For example, if you go on Amazon, do you see how many people bought this item? No. You just mm, see a just bunch the reviews. of reviews, yeah. but are they legit? Are they not? You don't know, right? You tell you exactly how many projects they've done. And every review that we have is someone who has used that cleaner and paid for it. You can't just log in and just leave reviews for people. Like it's all real reviews. Okay. Other posts that trust and work with that cleaner. So if I'm trying to grow my cleaning business and I throw myself on Turno to advertise my services, I can't have my mom and sister just leave five-star reviews no. and say, Natalie's the best cleaner we no. ever had. Okay. No. Okay. So they had to have hired through the app, completed a project and paid. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And then and do you, you also do require... a background check, you okay. know, we check their IDs, financials. We also, you know, do... Other, you know, I can't exactly elaborate on the processes, you know, kind of proprietary, <laughs> but we go to great lengths to make sure that you're doing business with someone who's um, really good at what they do. Is there anything, I don't know if this exists on the platform, but my cleaner, for example, we vetted her and we trust her. I will say sometimes I see on the ring camera, she brought someone with her and I have no idea who that person is. And I'm just trusting that she vetted someone for her business where how does that work on turno like could the cleaner you hire just show up with anybody or could somebody else show up instead of them a lot of them are cleaning companies so okay. they have their own employees okay uh, but ultimately they are responsible for the quality and the outcomes so if you know if they bring other people and they do a terrible job the review goes on them and right. then you will know you know, oh, maybe I should choose someone else. Okay, sure. And it's so easy too to like, I hope, you know, people don't have to firing someone sucks, but I feel like it's very easy to like fire and hire someone new because you have the whole marketplace where if they didn't work out, you just pick somebody else. You don't have to go up to your property and spend time training them because you've already put in all of the procedures and photos and checklists there. So Worst case scenario too, your cleaner is sick for a day. It's very easy to just find a replacement in the marketplace. Oh, oh absolutely. Absolutely. And, and th that's a nice thing because you're kind of building this like institutional knowledge, if you will, like in, in your checklist, in your inventory, in the way, you know, you have your property set up. It's all, all the infrastructure is built. It is not, it does not rely on one particular cleaner to operate. Like you can slot people in and out. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously this is not the intention, but it is easier to kind of swap providers if you work through our app. Because all you have to do is kind of like turn off one person and turn on another with a button. And then the person that you're turned off, he just doesn't get 
the projects dispatched to them anymore. And you don't have to say exactly why. Okay, this brings up a great point because I have talked to a lot of hosts who have an issue with a current cleaner and they want to let them go, but they're like, you know, I added them as a co-host on my listing and they see all my upcoming reservations and now I feel really awkward taking that work away from them or something. So in this case, if you're not going to use a cleaner, how like limited is their access or when are they able to see the schedule? How much insight do they get if they get hired for a job? They don't see the booking unless you want them to see the booking because they actually don't see the booking, but you can share with them the number of guests that are coming and the number of nights that that guest is there for. Okay. So they don't see the actual booking. They have no insight into your future booking. They can only see cleaning projects because this is what they need to see. Mm hmm. Right, they don't need to see how much money you're making. They don't need it's yeah. the of their business. <laughs> right? They need to see. They need to know when to go there and what to do. You know, I I think it's great when you find someone that works out for you, and then you can work exclusively with them forever. But sometimes that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in those cases, you know, if you do have to switch it up, it's not like they were added as a co-host. They don't have any admin privileges on the listing. Nothing like that. It's just projects stop showing up. Okay. Okay. And, okay. and then, you know, you can communicate why or not communicate why. It's up to you. This is a business relationship, not so, a romantic one. So. <laughs> it's a good reminder for a lot of people out there. Yeah. A lot of people are way too attached. So I know we talked a lot about like switching cleaners or finding backups last minute, but hopefully my goal for everyone would be in an ideal world that they find their cleaner and it's a match made in heaven and they stick with them through the long run. In those cases, how does Turno, basically you don't have to do anything at that point. If you're cleaner, you've given her access to your listing or to your Turno app and you decide to have a loyal ongoing relationship. What do you have to do to make sure she's scheduled or she knows what's going on? Nothing. Nothing. It just runs. It just happens. So okay. you know, we're integrated with Airbnb. And whenever someone books, we, you know, we generate the cleaning project. We let them know what to do. They automatically get paid. So you don't have to deal with invoices. We issue the 1099s. You don't have to deal with taxes. Wow. It's just, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> uh, you go back to, to talking about, okay, you have one cleaner that you worked with forever. But I always recommend have at least two mm -hmm. on every property. So try to divide the work between two different cleaners because it will happen. Someone is going to get sick. Mm -hmm. Someone's kid is going to stay home from school. Someone's car is going to break down. Someone is going to leave town. Someone has to go take care of their mother or father and won't be able to make it. And that's life. But this is not your guest's problem. They don't care and they shouldn't care. <laughs> right. And you should have a redundancy. Be like, okay, like this person couldn't come work today. I have another person who can, right? Mm -hmm. So make sure that you have kind of redundancy in place to make sure you're, you're not surprised, right? Because, you know, failing to plan is planning to fail. Yep, yep. 
how would the app work if I decide to sign up today and I have a cleaner that I've already worked with for years? I love them. I just want to, I don't need the marketplace. I know who I want to use, but I just want to take advantage of the checklist, the um, inventory tracker, the the photo. I don't know what the term is for that. The ability to capture yeah. the photos with the geolocation and the timestamps. If I just want to use all of those features, can I still use yeah, them? Absolutely. So you go, you sign up, you invite your cleaner. And you work with them. And if you have one property, it's free. It's completely free. Oh, wow. Two, okay. If you, if you have two properties, then you pay us a subscription fee. It's $8 per month per property. Okay. Uh, so it's, you know, for the cost of a cup of coffee and not even the top of the line coffee <laughs> without like the, the syrup and whipped cream, uh, <laughs> you, you can save hours every, I would say even every week, but definitely every month, hours. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know right now we are, yeah. it's winter season. This is the busiest yeah. time for us. And it is, I mean, every other day, 10 back-to-back turnovers and literally just being in there trying to let my cleaner know, okay, this person checked out at 8 a.m., so, you know, you have some buffer time to get started. This person's not coming till 5 p.m. So they can be done last. It's so much coordination. And then as she's cleaning, she's texting me, hey, we're low on this. We're low on this. This is broken. I'm making phone calls to these people. You know, the HVAC guy says, what exactly is the problem? And I have to call her back and get her to remit the exact information. And I'm playing middleman. And if she can just upload everything and then my... HVAC person, I give him access mm-hmm. to the app and he can view it. This is a lifesaver. Yeah, I mean, it can save you a lot of time. And and it's not just about time. It's about also preventing kind of preventable mistakes, mm-hmm. right? Like your cleaner goes in there and you kind of you know, you forgot to tell her what the access code is, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, oh, wait, I, I tried calling you, but you didn't answer, so I left. Like, I'm not going to wait and there. For this hours. is not a fictional situation. Right? I have had this happen. <laughs> so, you know, if you were using the app, like the access code would be there. Mm-hmm. Or she's like, well, I texted you that we were down on shampoo, but you kind of missed that text because it was a big thread and you didn't buy it. And then like the guest didn't have yep. the stuff he was expecting. So it's, it's about preventing those human errors by really structuring the work in, in a way that is very repeatable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. When does the handyman marketplace come out? Or I don't know what that's going to be called, but that feature. Well, it's not out yet. Okay. Uh, but it's something I'm very excited about. And, you know, we're working to, to make happen. Yeah. And will this be all sorts of vendors and contractors on there? Plumbers, like HVAC guys, electrician, or what? It's TBD, um, but you know, the vision is this, it's a big vision that you, that you can operate a short-term rental from anywhere and have boots on the ground everywhere. And they're all kind of working in a very kind of seamless operating system Mm -hmm. for $8 a month per property. Hold on. So $8 a month is like, if you bring your own team. Okay. If you're using vendors from a marketplace, then there is no monthly cost. What? Yeah, there's no month. So there's a, a small upcharge on what you're paying them. It's 5%, you know, which really covers a lot. 
Yeah. How actually, now that you bring this up, how does pricing work on the app? Does the cleaner set their own rates yes. and you can shop around based on that? Okay. Yes. And, and it's, it's, it's really, it's beautiful. Cause you know, when there is competition prices are, I wouldn't say like absolutely low, but they are sustainably low. Mm -hmm. Meaning people say, okay, well, I'm willing to leave the house and go clean every day on time for this much money. Mm -hmm. right? And I know that other people are bidding too. So I'm not going to overcharge. Like the, the vendors know that they're not, they're not giving you a quote that, you know, you probably, you probably don't, you know, when you're shopping for vendors, like sometimes you talk to one or two people because you don't have a lot of time yeah. and, and, and you really just want to make a decision. So you, Sometimes you just look at one quote or two quotes, but you, we're getting you like 10, 12, right? So, so you can really like get a, a sustainably reasonable price. That's a really, that's a really good point. Cause I think a lot of, you know, we talked about the penny pinching host. There might be a lot of people who hear that and they're like, dang, I have to pay 5% every time. But I think you bring up a great point. If you only shopped two or three quotes at the beginning, you're probably overpaying for your cleaner right now. And if they have all this competition and have to price themselves fairly, I think you would save money in the long run with that. And that's all you pay is just the 5% on their fee that's to it. have access to the whole app and everything. Is that's that how it. the, I know it's not out yet, but the handyman feature, when that comes out, would that be a similar pricing structure? I'm not exactly sure. Okay. Not exactly sure. But probably be something similar. You know, the, the, the good thing about working through Turno is that there is built-in accountability, right? For example, you know, it, it's not exactly the same phenomenon, but 20 years ago, you would go in a cab and it's like 30 and like the person is like rude and is like talking on their phone and like, you know, drops you off wherever they want. And but now you take an Uber, it's like, hey, do you want gum? Do you want water? Should I put special music for you? Like, they're accountable. They want to make sure they stand out in the platform and they get deliver great service so that they get good reviews. So when you work on a platform, you get that accountability that you don't get by working alone. Are cleaners on your platform able to review hosts? Yes. Okay, because I'm just thinking some operators are harder to work for than others. <laughs> so I'd yeah. like the reviews to go both ways. That's good to hear. Yes. Okay. Okay. So they can review if somebody had like unreasonable expectations or just, I don't know, poor communication or was hard yeah. to work for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, unfortunately, not everyone is is perfect and and, yeah. and it's good that there isn't you know as much information as possible for everyone to make a good decision yeah it definitely creates a lot of transparency right i mean every cleaner we've found it's just been through word of mouth or facebook and i'm just trusting hey some other host i know said that you did a great job I have no idea. For all I know, that could have been their cousin that they gave them 10 right. bucks to exactly. call me and give a good reference. You really don't know. And vice versa. I've heard a lot of stories. I've gotten so many messages of cleaners saying like, I've been abused by an owner who accused me of stealing just to get out of paying me or something like that. So yeah, I think it creates a lot of accountability and transparency both ways and just makes the whole industry better. Yeah. And, and you know, the way we do it is 
cleaners that work on through Turner always get paid because, you know, we work, go through your card or through your bank. And when they complete the project, we charge the host and, and remit payment to the cleaner. So there isn't this, well, I sent you an invoice. Did you get my mm-hmm. invoice? When am I going to get my check? I didn't get my check. Check is in the mail, but I didn't get it, you know, yeah. or, or I, oh, I Venmoed someone else's user. Like, it, there's certainty and and kind of one less thing to worry about, right? Sure. Payment is automatic and it's very convenient and safe. Especially I know hosts who have properties across multiple time zones. It's like tracking when this one finished the job and paying yeah. them. And then two hours later when these ones finished. So basically as soon as they check out of the property and say like we've completed automatically, the payment will get charged. Yeah. Okay. And you don't need to verify anything on your end because to even complete that process, they had to upload the geotagged photos yeah. with the timestamps. Okay. So there's yeah. nothing like, let me verify your work first before we send payment. It's already done. It's already done. Yeah. I mean, you know, if there is exceptions where something was really unsatisfactory, then we can reverse a payment. No problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't it really happens. Yeah. And then another thing, I know you mentioned this earlier, but also just thinking out loud here of how I think Turno saves you money for those penny pinching hosts out there. How many of you listening are paying your cleaner under the table and they refuse to give you a W-9 or pay any taxes on that? And now with this, you'll get all of those invoices and everything and tax statements, right? So you can actually write off your cleaning costs. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you think, think about your tax bracket, you know, you're, you're basically, I don't know, almost like 30% of of the cost is oh, something yeah. that, that is tax credit right there. Yes. Right? So if you are paying cash, first of all, it's illegal. You know, second of all, <laughs> like, you know, you're losing. Yeah, first a lot of, of all, yeah. <laughs> it is illegal, you guys. <laughs> you know, it, it's illegal on both ends. And, and, and you have, you have to think about, you know, real estate is, the greatest, you know, kind of tax game out there. And you need to be playing that game. Yep. If you have offsetting costs, like it needs to be trackable. Mm-hmm. Also, credit card miles. Link up your credit card there and you can pay yeah. your cleaner via credit card. We, we, we have a customer that's, you know, has like a hundred properties and he runs his entire kind of payment operation through his Amex. And every now and then he'll send me a picture. He's one of the early customers. He's like, hey, you know, just taking my annual trip around the world with my with my miles I earned on. Paid for by cleaning yeah. fees I had to pay anyway. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's great. Well, Asaf, I think that that wraps up all of my questions I had for you. Thank you so much for walking us through the process of what the app looks like, how you can use it to onboard your own cleaner or use it to find new cleaners. Is there anything that you want to leave us with? I know you teased the handyman feature coming soon, but any other updates we can look forward to? So we have a special offer to the listeners. When you go to Turno, you find your marketplace cleaner and you complete your first project, you're going to get a $150 Amazon gift card. You just have to follow this URL, which is turno.com slash no vacancy. Thank you. That is so generous. And I will put that link in the show notes as well. So yeah, if you guys complete just one project, find a cleaner through the marketplace and complete one project with Turno using the link 
turnout.com slash no vacancy, you'll get a $150 Amazon gift card. So there you go. Go buy more toilet paper and shampoo with that because we always need more. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's such a generous offer. And again, we'll link that below. And I'm also very excited to announce that you guys, Turno is going to be one of our premier sponsors at Level Up Your Listing Summit in March in Scottsdale. They'll be speaking there. And I think that we have Mike and Nicolette from the team coming and they'll be sharing more about Turno. They'll have a booth there so you can meet the team in person and learn more from them there. So very excited to be working with you guys. And I just love all the benefits that this has for hosts and cleaners as well. So thank you. Well, thank you, Natalie. Have a happy new year. You too. And finally, for this week's Am I the Airbnb Hole, we have an interesting guest inquiry here. Let me just read it to you and I'll let you make your judgment from there, okay? So this guest reaches out for a one-night stay and says, I was wondering about the lockbox and property location. Would I be able to come look at this property tomorrow before I purchase? The host responded, hi, a lockbox code is provided the day of check-in. If you're familiar with the Beaufort area, we are centrally located on Ladies Island. The listing includes a very thorough description of the property, as do the photos. Please feel free to read some of our reviews that support this as well. We do not offer tours slash previews of the property. Guest says, yes, I actually live right here in Beaufort and I have a lady friend coming into town Wednesday and I kind of don't want to introduce her to my family yet. So I am looking to get something for Wednesday till checkout on Thursday. We just want to do like a little Netflix and getting to know each other inside of your nice guest home. No parties, no any of that, just me and my guest lady friend. Am I too late on booking for Wednesday at 3 p.m. and check out at 11 a.m. Thursday? If it isn't too late, I will go ahead and book it now. And the host said, sorry, we are uncomfortable with this reservation and then declined. You know, when I first read this, I was like, okay, it's a one night stay. Yeah, he told you that he's going to like Netflix and chill and have a booty call there. But, you know, they're they're not partying. It's just it's two people. You know you're going to have to wash the bed sheets, but you have to do that anyway. Like, you know you're going to find, a, like, a box of condoms there, but whatever. Like, that, this comes with the territory. It's not that big of a deal. And then I open the comments, and the first comment says, Any man who refers to his woman as his lady friend is an immediate no. And that's when it clicked for me. Correct. Correct. Like, I honestly had blinders on to this, and I was like, you know, it's one night. They're just going to Netflix and chill and whatever. But uh, this comment is correct. Any man who refers to his to a woman as his lady friend is an immediate no. So this guy, I don't know how old he is, but he still lives with his parents, isn't ready to bring his hookup home, wants to stay inside your nice guest home. It's it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I I could see somebody accepting this like I don't get the vibe that they're going to party at all and you know your guests are doing it all the time in your listing anyway but just something about the way that he phrased it it does make me uncomfortable I'd like to know your guys' thoughts was this guest too was this host too harsh in declining or would you have declined as well I I could see both you know at the end of the day we got to make money getting a Wednesday night booked one night in the middle of the week that doesn't always happen would you take it? Or does the term lady friend, is that just too much of a turnoff for you? Here's my verdict this week on who is the Airbnb hole. 
I think that the host was right. If their gut told them to cancel, you guys know I'm a big proponent. Follow your intuition. Follow your gut all the way. So I support that. The guest, I actually appreciate how transparent the guest was being about what he was planning to do there and his intentions. So I don't think he's an Airbnb hole. However, if I was the girl that he was trying to get this crash pad for, do not do not date this man. Do not date this man. Like, no. Okay. This guy, he's he's he probably would have been a fine Airbnb guest. Is kind of where I stand. I don't blame the the host for canceling on him. He probably would have been a fine guest though. But to this girl, raise your standards a little bit. Is this really who you want to be hooking up with? That's where I'll leave this. And with that, it is now checkout time. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you back here next week. Lastly, as Airbnb hosts, we all can appreciate a good five-star review. So you already know a great review on this podcast would mean so much to me. Please subscribe, review, share, and connect with me in the show notes below. Bye.